Remember Bruce Bennett, the super host in San Francisco I interviewed a couple of weeks ago? Bruce was selected from thousands of hosts to be featured as a hostfully host and won a free guidebook consultation. Make your own guidebook at hostfully.com slash pad. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome everybody to episode 101 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today I have Rohan Gilks. Did I did I say that right? Gilks, yes. Okay. (laughs) Today I have Rohan Gilks on the podcast. And this is going to be a really interesting episode because there's there's a lot going on with Airbnb in the news right now, and we're going to hear uh, Rohan's story, and it's a it's a, it's an important story, and so I'm uh, I'm going to just give the mic to you, Rohan, and let's let's hear it. What what happened with you and Airbnb? Oh, okay. So I was just heading on a vacation to Idaho um, to hang out with some friends. And uh, I was looking to book a cabin um, up in the mountains in Idaho. It's very, very beautiful up there. And um, long story short, when I tried to book, I was told that the place was not available for the dates I wanted, um, which is fine because, you know, sometimes people's calendars aren't fully up to date. That happens. Um, But because I'm, like, really flexible, I just requested some other dates that were available. And those were canceled as well. So I felt like "Mm, maybe something was a little bit off. So I had uh, one of my white friends to try to to book those same dates. And they were approved. And that's kind of like where things started. That's that's really the same, man. That's 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 the same. We were chatting about it a little bit beforehand, and so you decided to write an article about this experience on on Medium.com, right? Yes. So you know, I first reached out to Airbnb, and you know, to try to get you know, I guess what would be like a customer service type response, and I felt like their response was more, you know, it felt more dismissive, like they were trying to distance themselves from there being any possibility of something being wrong there. Mm-hmm. So then um, they told me that they would get back to me, uh, forward my situation to the appropriate department. And I waited for two weeks with no response. And so I then decided to make a post on social media. And that post was read by quite a lot of people. Yeah, probably 400,000 people in the first 48 hours. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it went crazy. That's insane, and uh, you know, I was looking at the article, and I'll uh, I'll share the link in the in the show notes so that people can check it out. But literally, you know, you you did a really good job writing the article because uh, you know you included all the actual messages. So you know, reading the article, you can really see what's going on here. You know, you 
you got a, a message that says, Hi, Rohan. Uh, so sorry we're planning to be there uh, 4th of July week after. So good luck. And then you requested another date. You said, um, you know, I'm pretty open. Like what, what other dates would work? And then your whole request was canceled. And then so your your white friend tried to book the same dates and suddenly and they got the message, uh, oh, we're we're going to head up there, but it looks like plans change, so it will be available now. Okay, so now as it turned out, you are not alone. You know, there there's there's a lot of people from different backgrounds who had similar experience, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So like I was telling you earlier, after this thing went viral, it, it really was a, a a one day thing like I went I went to bed with just made the post and I went to bed and when I woke up on the day after I made the post I woke up with 2,000 emails and hundreds of those emails were people that had experienced the same thing um, in some way so I knew yes that um, not only was I not alone you could see those stories also on social media on Twitter um, Facebook like everywhere, people were telling stories that mirrored mirrored my story. Mm-hmm. And there, there's even a hashtag on Twitter uh, where where you can find lots of those stories. And I, I, honestly, like I wasn't really aware of this, you know, this racial discrimination going on on Airbnb until maybe the last week or so when when things really started to pop up in the media. Mm-hmm. So, but but there's this hashtag called Airbnb while black and and uh, and there's tons and tons of stories on there, like has, so. This has been going on for for a long time. Yes, this has been going on for a long time, um, even well into. I really think this thing has been going on since the beginning of Airbnb, but it has festered and remained hidden. And and then also, you know, some of it is very difficult to to prove. You know, it's very difficult to prove intention or kind of like the source of, of availabilities and cancellations and it's very difficult to prove. So it took a while for it to come to the surface. But now that it's at the surface, people are confident to share their stories. And when, when they see something that happens, they're like, you know what, this happens to me as well. Mm-hmm. And, hmm, you know, and, you know, and I've seen people that they're like, you know, for every, they have to post like 20 or 30 times requesting a property before they can get one. <laughs> and, and, and some of these people, like one guy that I spoke to, this is a, a guy that I don't know him personally, but he is a really well-known guy in the community. And he's always on like MSNBC and Fox News as a panelist. And he travels a lot. And even this guy that is very, very well-known has to change his name and change his photo and do all this stuff just to get a place. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, if he's having these problems, like th- this is, this is really a, a systemic issue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know that, uh, Brian Chesky recently spoke about this problem. Um, mm-hmm. does Airbnb doing anything? Well, let me ask you two questions. First of all, yeah. what do you think Airbnb can do about this? What should they do? And, and number two, are they doing something? So I'm going to start with what I think is like the easiest thing, the thing that they have most control over, and that is how they react to reports of incidences of this type on their platform. Mm -hmm. So their reaction in the past has been 
either complete radio silence, like they, they have never responded to Airbnb while black hashtag, not one time, well, not one single time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so that's like a, like a social media radio silence, and then also an individual radio silence where if it happens and you report it, they would say, oh, we'll get back to you, but you never hear from them again. And that has happened to so many people that I know, some now personally, and some that have emailed me, and some that I've seen on Twitter. Like, that has been the pattern. So the first thing that they can control is how they respond. And that's completely within their control. And it has nothing to do with reading people's minds or intention or nothing like that. Just can you respond with empathy? And can you respond in a way with where you treat your customers with dignity and and show them that, you know, this is something that does not align with your values. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing that I would say that they can do is to really like look at the data. Because, I mean, a company of this size, they, they should be able to look at data around declines, cancellations, and availability, and see what is happening on the platform, and look for those patterns, and actually use that data to make decisions on the type of hosts that they um, allow to, to list on their platform. And then there's another thing, too, that um, just slipped my mind, but those are like, like, like two simple things that they can start to do with, with facing this problem. Yeah, I think you make you make two really good points. And uh, you know the, the second point you made to just look at the data and see okay, you know how many how many times does a host uh, not accept a, a request and then you can look at the people that make those requests and you can see if there's any like racial discrimination there and then if there is you can just cancel the host account. Mm-hmm. And you know Airbnb is definitely not shy to cancel accounts if they mm-hmm. if they don't like what the host is doing. You know, I mean, I I have uh, a, a friend in the community. His name is Kelly Compen, and he used to re- uh, host in uh, Bangkok, and he was one of the best hosts in Thailand. And for no reason, Airbnb one day just decided to close his account, and you know, it's still a, mer- a mystery why they did it. And uh, you know, he also wrote a post on Medium about his experience, oh, wow. which also went viral. And so, but you know, I've heard from multiple hosts who who suddenly just got their account shut down, and you know, there's they have no idea why. So you know, Airbnb definitely, you know, they reserve the right to close accounts for whatever reason at any time, and sometimes they close accounts, and the hosts have no idea why. So mm-hmm. they should definitely, you know, they should, they should definitely close accounts from hosts who, you know, who who engage in this sort of like discrimination. That shouldn't be mm-hmm. a problem at all. Yeah, you, you you would think so. Um, the, the the lady that I hosted with, that I was trying to, to book with, she is still on Airbnb to this day. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> have you have you ever been an Airbnb host yourself, by the way? No, I've never hosted. I've never I've never hosted. I've traveled, but I've never hosted. Right, but you mm-hmm. have used Airbnb before before you had this experience, or was this the first time you tried it? Um, yes, I have used Airbnb before this experience. I've been to New York. Um, on Airbnb, I've been to, uh, I want to say South Beach on Airbnb and uh, maybe Chicago as well. So, uh, you know, I've, I've used Airbnb before. Uh, it's just, I guess it's just a, a numbers game, you know, you can book and things go well. And then you can book and meet that person. It's just, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I think, and I, I can't be sure, but I, I feel like most Airbnb hosts, are pretty good people and wouldn't like engage in this sort of craziness. But, uh, you know, there's always going to be 
you know, bad people. And there's so many hosts right now. But I'm hoping that it's a minority. But, you know, actually, this this reminds me of when I was... Uh, I lived in Belgium for a year mm-hmm. uh, back in the day when I was still... Uh, I still had a corporate job. I was trading. And I had a colleague and his name was Fadi Al-Mufti. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is an English guy, but he grew up... Well, he, I think he was born in Iraq or his parents were from Iraq. But in any case, like his name sounded very, you know, Arabic, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I remember we all moved to Belgium and we were trying to rent apartments and and he was the only one who, who was having trouble renting an apartment. It was literally, it was the same thing. Like he would make an inquiry under his name and people will say, Oh, sorry, we, you know, we, we already have someone or whatever. And mm-hmm. then, and then one of us would make the same inquiry and, and they would say like, Oh yeah, sure. You can come and have a look. <laughs> so, so he changed, he like used a fake name and then, you know, everything was fine, but it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. What kind of, what sorts of like preconceived ideas people have just based yes. on, the, on the name or the color of skin or whatever. Yes, absolutely. I've tried a couple digital guidebook tools these past months and I've decided to use Hostfully. I use Hostfully to create an online and printable guidebook to show my guests my favorite coffee places in town and my listing information. My guests' feedback has been great, they've used my recommendations and I'm getting fewer questions from my guests as a result. I've included screenshots of my guidebook on Airbnb as a way to differentiate my listing from others. So make your own guidebook at hostfully.com pad. Let's move on to uh, another topic that I'd love to talk about because, I mean, the way I actually found out about your story, uh, Rohan, was I was just looking at my Facebook and suddenly I saw this uh, I saw this post pop up. And you know what? Like, we were already friends on Facebook. We've never met, but we are, we are friends on Facebook. And it's probably because we have like 60 mutual friends or something. Uh, it's probably because you, you know we're both like uh, entrepreneurial people. We're both, yes. you know, we're kind of in the same network. Yeah, so we've we've never actually met, but I, I guess because because we were friends on Facebook, this newsfeed item showed up in my in my newsfeed, and I, it immediately caught my attention because it seemed like it was uh, an an alternative hosting platform, and you know I really like the name. It's called Inclusive with double N. So I think that's that's a that's a really cool name. <laughs> um, so so tell us about tell us about this this platform. Yeah. So our basic response to what has been happening is to say, like you know, because I have a background in building startups and you know a strong team of folks that um, we feel that we can get this done. We decided to to build inclusive, and that's a, a platform where people can come and. You know, very much like Airbnb, book a short-term stay, but do so in a way where they don't have to, uh, you know, suffer the indignity of having to, like, you know, hide their photos and change their names and do all this weirdness that a lot of people have to go through right now. So we're looking at, you know, approaching this problem in really three ways. One, with the branding, so people right away, like, when they come to the site, they can see, you know, people of color being represented. And yeah, we hope that even, that, that is the first deterrent. So that hosts that would otherwise not want people like that to stay with them, but not even list in the first place. Um, second, with technology around how 
acceptances um, um, and declines are made. Like, you know, right now you could say, um, my place isn't available, and then somebody else can come book and you say, okay, now my place is available. Like, that's something that you would not be able to do on our platform. And um, which, for, to me, just seems like a basic thing like to, to deal with some of the issues that people are having. And then the third piece will be around, you know, how we use the data. It's really, it's really three data points, though. The acceptances and cancellations and declines and, and, and reviews as well, actually. Uh, like how we collect and use that data to make decisions about who can stay and um, who can host on our platform. So we think with those three things and showing the the pictures um, after the confirmation is made, um, as opposed to before, we think it's gonna it's gonna build a platform that is more fair. And some of the stuff that we are doing, we've gotten from a Harvard study of actually on NPR with the guy that did the study that came out to show how um, people are being discriminated against on the Airbnb based on not only um, pictures, but also based on their names. So so those things will be revealed after the person is confirmed and a few other things. But we really think that when it's all said and done with all those, those things together, it's going to be a platform where people can exist and travel and do so with dignity and um, respect. Okay, that's interesting. And and so, what kind of information is is revealed to the host when the booking request is made? Yeah, so the host will be able to see like prior reviews and so on, which which is pretty normal. Like you can see prior, you, you can see reviews now on Airbnb as well. But we're not going to the photo and name is going to be post confirmation. Okay, so the photo and and, and the name are yes. basically hidden. Okay. Right, got it. Yeah. And and all around that, are does the platform kind of work the same way as, as an Airbnb? Like you can, it's free to create a listing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're adding like pictures, you're adding description, like um, guidebooks, like all that kind of stuff. Are there a lot of other differences between inclusive and Airbnb? Uh, actually, no. It works very much the same. So you will come on, and you would yeah, you will list your photos, and you list your list your place and your requirements and your amenities and so on. Um, we're working through a few little bugs now, but people have started listing properties since yesterday. And um, we already have properties on every continent. Um, properties are being added like um, very, 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 very quickly. We're working through one listing bug as we speak, which should be done in a few minutes. But beyond that, um, yeah, it's very much like if you use Airbnb right now, using inclusive is going to be very, very intuitive. Interesting. Oh, so so you guys are you guys are pretty new. How long have you been working on the site? Yeah, so we've been going um, eight weeks strong. So it, there's a short time, but you know we, we have been pouring all of our resources. You know, like we we have um, you know people that work on other platforms, like other businesses, and um, people have rolled off and and all and people are dedicated to working on this platform. Yeah. So in that time, we built out the back end. We've built out, we've opened up the site for people to host. And then um, the site for people to, to book and travel will be opened up in August. And that way, when people are ready to book, there's going to be um, thousands of properties on there already. We've been getting a lot of traction. Like I was telling you, we've been on, you know, Huffington Post and Forbes and Fortune, Guardian, BBC, Vice, NPR, um, a, a whole host of press we've done just over the last four weeks. 
So there's been a lot of attention and a lot of signups and people are ready to go. Okay, so right now you're in the phase where where you're you're getting more uh, supply on the platform, yes. and then in August you're going to do like an official launch, and starting August people will actually be able to to book yep. uh, stays on the platform. Absolutely. And how's it going so far? Like, are you are you getting a lot of traction? Are you getting a lot of hosts on the platform? Yeah. So um, so so like we only opened yesterday for hosts. But we already have a couple thousand hosts that have signed up and committed to hosts. So those people are coming in um, as we speak to add their properties. Um, and on the traveling side, like we collected about 25,000 emails in the first four weeks. So, wow. that's yeah. That's great, yeah. man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome, dude. I mean, uh, you know, it's one thing to, to recognize a problem and... You know, and talk about it, but there's another thing to actually take things into your own hands and and build an, an actual solution. So yeah, I think it's awesome what, what you did. Thank um, you. And uh, I'm I'm very uh, very interested to see uh, how things move on. I'd love I'd love to have you back on maybe uh, after August when when yeah. things launch. So you're you're saying you had you have a background in in building internet companies, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, building an online marketplace that is not easy. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I actually once had an idea a few years ago to build an online marketplace for sort of an, an Airbnb type marketplace for uh, sports instructors. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can like, uh, let's say you're in LA, you're looking for a surf instructor, you can just go on the platform, you can see the reviews, etc. versus going to like a surf school where, you know, it's very expensive, etc. So I, you know, I started doing research and I started writing up like user case scenarios and I worked it for a couple of months when I realized just the scope of that sort of project is just enormous. Yes. Right. So, you know, how, how do you deal with that? Do you have like a whole team or how did you get your team together? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear how, uh, you know, how you gained all this traction, how you managed to build all this. Yeah. So your um, characterization is spot on. Um, I, I, it's very, very difficult to build. Um, a business like this, and it's very, very difficult to build any startup company where you're really looking at a two-sided marketplace. Um, it's almost like you're building two different companies at the same time. So yeah, it's very difficult. So, you know, we, we do have, um, some experience with solving this chicken and egg problem, you know, having enough hosts for travelers and having enough travelers for hosts and trying to make that happen at the same time is, is, is crazy. You know, luckily, because my team and, and myself, we have built um, probably seven companies in the last four years. Um, we felt like we have, you know, the combined experience to attack this. So, you know, like right now, you know, folks are um, all in Tampa and we we have like the, the tech side, we have marketing, we have social media, we have the branding people. We have operations, customer service, all in place. So really, it's just a matter of, you know, doing that groundwork, getting the social media ads up, which we, we're already doing. We're running Facebook ads and having people refer their friends for awards and, and, and travel coupons and so on. All the usual tricks that, that you've seen in launching these type of businesses we're doing. And we, we feel like the experience that we have gives us a shot to, to, to get some traction. It's going to be very difficult. Like I'm not. I'm not blinded in any way by by the tasks that we have. 
but I do think that we that we have a team in place that can really give us an honest shot. And that's what we're doing. And did you finance this startup yourself or did you raise money? Um, so right now we're self-funded. Um, you know, luckily we've had some success with other projects. So we're self-funded right now. And um, we'll see, you know, maybe after launch plus six months or so when we have the metrics and the data to show traction, we can um, go out and start doing the the fundraising dance. But until then, we're we're fun, we're self funded, and we're just gonna run through it and um, get as far as we can get on our own. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. What's the pricing model? Do the guests pay a fee, and the and the host is it like every BYU pay the host three percent, and the guest pays like six to twelve? Yep. Yeah, we're not going to try to reinvent reinvent the wheel there. So that's the model that people are um, accustomed with, and and it works, and it's very simple to understand. So we're we're going to um, pursue that same pricing model. Okay, got so, it. Yeah. For people who are listening and who who are interested to uh, to list on your on your platform, like what's what sort of the the process? Yeah, so for, for folks that are looking to list. They simply have to come and, and come to inclusive.com, two ends, click on host my space in the top banner. And from there, if, if you have listed on Airbnb already, it's going to seem very, very intuitive. Um, you just go through the steps, like, you know, um, how many people you can host, where your property is, you know, number of um, beds and bathrooms and so on. It's going to seem very, very intuitive as you're going through. And, and we did that on purpose so that um, people that would like to list on both platforms can do that um, very, very easily. So it's going to be really, 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 really intuitive. Um, um, and it's just going to walk you through the process. And um, we also have a chat on the back end so that if they're stuck in any way, they can chat us and we have um, people manage the chats to answer any questions. That's a good idea. I, I noticed that there's like a little let's talk. Yes. Uh, let's talk window there. And I don't think Airbnb has that, by the way. They don't. They don't. So you're uh, you're already offering uh, better customer support from the get go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the plan, man. That's the plan. Just trying to make it as seamless as possible, and and have people there instead of you having to jump through a million hoops for help. All right. So for folks who are interested to uh, to check out uh, the platform, it's www.inclusive.com and that it's double N. So it's I-N-N-C-L-U-S-I-V-E.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, uh, Rowan, for your, for your time. I really appreciate it. I imagine you must be pretty busy right now. <laughs> so uh, I, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to uh, to share your story. And I wish you uh, all the luck with, with your platform. And, uh, you know, let's let's keep in touch. I'd love to hear how, how things are going for you in the, in the future. Right, right, right. Uh, thank you very much for having me as well. Uh, um, I appreciate it. I know it was a really short notice, so I really appreciate you taking the time as well and being so open to discuss this. I know it's not always the most pleasant discussion to have, so I, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's important to uh, cover uh, all different aspects about Airbnb hosting, whether it's good experience or bad. I think uh, people should know. And yeah, so Rowan, thanks a lot. And uh, for all the listeners, uh, next week, of course, another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. So we'll see you then. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your
pad 